0: Listening to Balancing Between Worlds, a pagan podcast examining the challenges to living life in balance. Greetings, Mary Meet, and welcome. I'm VG Lovecraft, and I'm your host. Before I officially kicked off the Balancing Between Worlds podcast, I figured I would record a, shall we say a preliminary episode, an episode zero. An episode not technically in the format of what I envision the podcast to become, but just an introductory episode explaining who I am and what my vision for the future of the podcast is. So, who is BG Lovecraft? Well, first, as mentioned in the intro there in the beginning, this is a pagan podcast, so I think we can safely assume I'm a pagan. I was never brought up in a specific belief system such as Christianity. My parents and family did things every year such as uh, celebrate Christmas and Easter, but it really wasn't a religious thing per se. It was more a family get together, you know, time for visiting relatives and, and things like that. We would sometimes go to church, but it wasn't by any means a weekly thing, uh, let alone even a um, an every Christmas thing. As I grew up. As far as I can remember I pretty much always believed in the divine and that deity is everywhere. So basically I uh, I am a pantheist. I also came to believe in addition to the strict strict pantheism that there are many forms of deity, both male and female. But therefore that's polytheism of course. And all of these many deities, the many faces of deity, come from the one source, if you will. I also believe that man created the gods, but the one, the, the pre-existing divine, existed before the gods and man. I believe that the One, or the Source, may not even be conscious of itself, but that the Gods are. The One is omnipresent, but not omniscient or omnipotent. And the Gods are none of the above three things, but they can exist simultaneously in multiple locations, because they're basically... Created by thought energy, so they can exist on multiple levels and in multiple locations. And thus, the gods can know more than any one human. I have always, even as a child, believed in ghosts. Matter of fact, uh, in an upcoming episode somewhere down the line, I will relate my one very strong personal experience with a ghost in my home. And I believe that ghosts, because they are also energy and come from deity and are part of deity, there are a couple of different types of ghosts that I can, um, see as probabilities. Uh, the first, uh, type of ghost would be an earthbound uh, spirit, which is a person who passes on from this life and does not move from their location where they died or the area in which they spent a lot of their life where they feel like they have unfinished business, etc. A second type of ghost would be what I would call echo energy, And this echo energy sort of is like the one source divine energy in that it's just energy. It doesn't have a consciousness. It's not aware of itself. It's just a shadow of the former um, person or animal or being or whatever the, the ghost form happens to be taking. And that so that's basically an echo of uh, of a person's remaining energy, not really the uh, the spirit of the person themselves. I do believe that all paths to the divine are valid, whether it be any pagan path, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever. Um, all paths are valid. In fact, my personal feeling on paths, quote unquote, is that everyone is on their own path and none is exactly identical. In other words, just because someone is a Presbyterian Christian and goes to the same Presbyterian church as their neighbor, they're not going to believe exactly the same things as the other person because each person has their own individual life experiences and thoughts uh, and experience of deity as well. I believe that commonality exists between many faiths, and I believe that all comes down to, I guess, uh, an archetypal type of thing, sort of a Jungian type of thought in my head that... uh, that the reason that we all, well not all, but the reason that many people believe in some sort of deity and have these commonalities of uh, images and forms and symbolism in our minds and in our cultures is because it's all relating back to the source um, and way back through the ages of ancient man. Um, about the only thing that I can come up with, and I've really thought about this, there's really nothing that is quote-unquote against my religion. I mean, I'm not a vegetarian. I, you know, I believe that uh, that you should be able to do anything you Pretty much want to do as long as you're not harming anyone else or yourself. Pretty much the uh, even though I'm I'm not a I'm not a Wiccan by the way. Um, I've read a few books on Wicca and I don't have a quote unquote problem with Wiccans. I just don't. Uh, that is not my particular path, but I do tend to follow. I guess, uh, the the Wick and read, the An it harm none, do as thou wilt uh, Wick and read. Um, I also tend to add an addendum to that, which is, and I've heard other people say it, I did not make this up, uh, I did not invent it by any means, but and it cause harm, do as thou must. Because as many podcasters have discussed in the past, well, maybe not many, but a few in the pagan community at least, discussed uh, there's very little at all that uh, we as humans can do that doesn't harm something in a greater or lesser degree. In addition to being a pagan, VG Lovecraft is a writer and a poet I plan to uh, possibly read some of my writings and or poetry here on the podcast at various uh, points in time. I I like to consider myself a a self-described connoisseur of libations. In other words, I, I, I really enjoy drinks. And I'm not talking alcoholic, although that is part of it. But I really enjoy experiencing different types of drinkable liquids. I love coffee, tea, and when I say tea, I really do mean tea, not herbal teas, although I will drink herbal teas, but I really enjoy actual tea, whether it's black or green or white, Um, oolong tea, I enjoy teas. Uh, Alcohol, as I said, I do enjoy having a beer every once in a while, and sometimes even something such as uh, rum or absinthe. I am a home brewer, although I haven't uh, brewed beer in a while. The uh, current uh, condominium that I live in and have lived in for the last 15 years, actually, is not. Real conducive to home brewing because of the uh, sanitation that needs to be taken care when uh, using uh, using bottles uh, and uh, bottling equipment for for brewing beer. So it's not real easily done in my place. I don't have like a huge utility sink to uh, to clean things. Another thing that I like, which can be considered a libation, but it's really a food, but it's between a food and a libation. I admit a... No. I was going to say an obsession, but it's not an obsession. I admit a love of ice cream. No, I'm not talking about, like, you know, good humor ice cream or something like that, although I will eat that if it's the only ice cream available at the time, but I love premium ice creams like Haagen-Dazs or the kinds you can go down the street to your uh, ice cream store and have them, you know, mix in the fruits and the whatever you want in your ice cream and different flavors available on different days. I love ice cream. It is a weakness of mine. Crossing over that line from libation to food, using ice cream as the line. (laughs) The foods that I basically enjoy are uh, mostly, well not mostly, but I I love spicy foods like Indian food and chili. I've uh, made my own homemade chili at various points. In fact, I used to be a member of the International Chili Society. Not anymore because, only because I haven't been able to pay my dues this year. We gotta pay that every year. And like I like I said previously, um, I really don't have any uh, prohibitions in my 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 path as far as what I can eat or drink or whatever. So yeah, I'm an omnivore, but I do according my my overarching belief and what I try to live every day. And I'm not perfect at it. I admit it, and nobody is because if you are, you're. Not even human, but to me, everything should be done in moderation. Whether it's eating, drinking, smoking. I mean, I don't really smoke, although every once in a while I will I will smoke a, a pipe. But uh, that's like, you know, I, I can go months without even puffing a pipe. As a matter of fact, it's been over a year since I picked up one of my pipes. I consider myself... For lack of a better term right now, I'm just going to use a generic term. I would say that I'm a water witch, meaning that I really love the water. I love the ocean. I love lakes. I always have since I was a kid. I grew up summers in Maine and in Massachusetts, swimming off the coast and just really loving the water. So that's part of the reason why you heard the... uh, the ocean at the, in the intro to the podcast, because I, I just I love the water. Uh, in terms of the word that I just used, water, which I guess that's a good segue into my attitudes, my personal attitudes, and I will be expounding on all these in future episodes, but just for right now, my attitude on magic. Magic, like deity, is everywhere. It's a form of energy and a manifestation of deity. Spellcraft, on the other hand, or spell casting, is the use of magic with intent in order to affect change. In other words, people can say they're going to use magic in my... And I do use the two terms interchangeably myself sometimes, but if I want to be really clear, I mean, magic is just, to me... The ever-present energy that's out there for anyone to tap into like magnetism or gravity Um, and spellcraft is the use of that magic energy to effect uh, change in accordance with uh, will. In my opinion, magic can be used, as I said, by everyone, even unintentionally. Spellcraft is used, again, with intent, but should be only used, in my opinion, when one is as certain as possible of his or her own intent. Because if you do something by casting a spell and say something, for example, like, uh, I'm going to cast a spell so that, um, I can get this job because I'm out of money. Okay, that's all well and good. But if you don't specify that you're casting this spell with the intent of causing as little harm to anyone else as possible, in other words, the person who doesn't get the job behind you, who also interviewed because uh, you did the spell and the spell worked for you and the other person would have gotten the job had you not done the spell let's say, just for example, that in a very real sense is causing harm to that person. However, if the person gets seriously injured in a car crash on their way to the interview and spends a week in the hospital uh, because of the spell that you did and you you weren't careful enough in recognizing that, hey, I really I want the job, I need the job, I need to survive, I need to put food on my table... As I believe I stated just a bit ago, the terms magic and spell can sometimes be used interchangeably even by me. And I rarely do spells. One, I really don't see most of the time a need to do spells. Just because of, of unintended possible consequences, I avoid doing spells unless I feel it is a last resort to uh, get something accomplished. Along the same vein as a spell, but not exactly the same thing, is ritual. I, even though I am a pagan, as I said, I'm not a Wiccan, so I don't do a lot of ritual in the fact that I do recognize the, uh, the eight traditional sabbats of uh, Wiccans and pagans but I don't as a general rule set up altars and things like that I'll often, you know, meditate or you know, just go out and sit outside on a you know on on the day or whatever but I don't necessarily uh, do formalized ritual I do see a purpose for ritual but I honestly can see where it would it may get in the way of actually connecting with with deity and with nature and with things you're trying to connect with just because you're so intently focused on the ritual and, you know, I, I have to do things this way, it has to be, you know, I have to have this color cloth on my altar table, et cetera, et cetera. So that's basically... Uh, who I am And my, the basics of my, my Pagan beliefs Now I'd like to just briefly touch on What my quote-unquote ancestry Or basically the origin of my name is uh, VG Lovecraft Where did that name come from? Well, it's actually multi-layered Lovecraft, of course, can be related to, I'm sure most, if not all of you know, of the author H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, a um, very well-known author. That's where the name Lovecraft came from in a very surface sort of sense. However, as you dig down deeper into the layers, uh, Love, the, the surname Love, is actually a family name from my family from Scotland. I also have uh, mostly, actually, Nordic roots. I have relatives from all, well, not all Scandinavian countries, but the big three, Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. I have relatives all there. As a matter of fact, I have relatives still living in Norway that I sometimes do see and speak to. The combination of the words Love and Craft. The reason that another, digging down another layer into the Lovecraft name, love and respect for those involved in the craft. Not just Wicca, but other forms of witchcraft and, um, you know, magic use. Uh, I do have respect for those people, although... Uh, As I've said, I don't use spellcraft myself to a large degree at all. Also, I have love for other forms of craft, not just spellcraft, magical craft. I have love for the craft of poetry. I'm a poet myself and a writer. And as I've already stated, I am a home brewer. though It's been a while, so that's a craft that I do enjoy. Also, I believe and I strive to in my day-to-day life always act or craft, if you will, using love. In other words, trying to always see things when I can, when possible, from others' point of view, or at least listen to them and say I disagree with you, and here's why. And uh, so that's and that's a big reason why I'm. Creating this podcast, by the way, because as um, my friend Tommy Elf says, big shout out to Tommy. How you doing, man? Uh, you know, the big, the big thing that he is uh, always uh, into and talking about, and I agree with him, is community, community, and the large, overarching umbrella pagan sense. And indeed, in my case, you know what? In the case of humankind. Just including everybody. But uh, definitely uh, in relation to the Pagan community. Um, the initials VG. Some of you may already know what these initials stand for. Uh, if you see me on Pagan Space. I haven't hung out there much recently. <laughs> but... Uh, I plan to be there a little bit more again. I just haven't taken the time to to be as social as I should be. But VG, the initials stand for Village Gimp. Yes, I live in a um, in a in a city in, uh, or a small township, I guess you would say, in Maryland, which is called in the vernacular simply the village. Uh, And uh, because I am handicapped, I am a gimp. Uh, A lot of people don't like that term, and I. it it depends on how it's used. Uh, Another thing I'm going to cover in, in one of my future episodes will be the fact that, yes, words do have power, but a thing that many folks forget, even pagans that believe that words have power they forget that really the words only have the power that you give them in other words if someone's going to go around calling me a gimp attempting to offend me depending on the mood i'm in at the d- at the particular time i usually won't let it bother me even if they mean it to be offensive even if they're trying to stir me up. Even if they're trying to get a rise out of me make me angry. Gimp is just a word. However, in my usage of the term to describe myself, I think it's, it's, it's as a lot of pagans will use the term witch to describe themselves which, as most of us, I think, are aware, was a very pejorative and negative term way back when in in colonial America and and in other countries and other cultures. So, that is the origins of my, uh, my name and a basic, a basic, basic... Uh, listing of my uh, my thoughts on my spirituality. Uh, now, moving on to the podcast, Balancing Between Worlds. What is it? What will it be? What do I envision it becoming? Well, first of all, I am a Libra. So, of course, as I think all of us know, the the, um, the zodiac sign of the Libra is the balance or the scales and I find in my personal life that I'm constantly struggling to be in balance. I rarely achieve balance. There are small points in time when I do achieve balance And then, again, I'm a little off-kilter here, there, in various aspects of my life. And that's why balance is a big thing to me, and I think it's a big thing to most pagans, I would dare say. If not all, but I hesitate to use that much of an umbrella, uh, because I know pagans are very varied. In their beliefs and practices, etc. As far as worlds go, in the in the title of the podcast, balancing between worlds, worlds I see as bearing viewpoints, circumstances, states of being, etc. So, balancing between worlds, basically, I envision as uh, in your mind, you're always walking a line attempting to remain balanced. Or, perhaps not even balanced, but on one side of the line or the other in any particular given situation. But the problem with being on one side or the other also is that you tend not to see what's on the other side of the line or you don't choose to see it in some cases uh, this is where a lot of arguments arise in many social situations whether we're talking in the pagan community or between religions between family members between political factions whatever that line, you gotta, you gotta strive to at least see across to the other side of the line and and attempt to make sense of what the other person is or is not uh, trying to communicate. Hopefully. Um, I think that uh, that the the reason that you might have seen on iTunes that I I put a subheading sort of on the on the. Podcast saying it's a podcast for line-crossing pagans uh, because I believe it is necessary to not just balance on lines but also to cross them to go to the other side of the line from the side that you normally find yourself to understand what is on the other side of the line understand why you disagree with it. understand how you might in terms agree with certain things on the other side of the line. I think people forget that uh, that it's very important to to see other viewpoints and try to figure out, try try to discover, what what you believe and why you believe it or if you're if someone's going to change your mind where you may have perceived yourself being in error at some point i think we learn more about ourselves and others when we do cross these lines whatever the lines may be in certain uh, situations and sometimes we are forced to cross lines that we never wanted to cross, lines that we never even knew were there. Sometimes we think we're crossing a line when, in fact, there really never was a line there, too. <laughs> so that's important to recognize. The podcast, as, uh, as it uh, moves on, I, I plan to do probably a monthly podcast. Probably. Maybe every couple weeks. But, uh... I'm I'm not going to commit myself because I don't want to run out of ideas, become stagnant, things like that. I do, by the way, fully encourage and expect that people will send me emails if you have ideas for topics. Um... That's... That's... That's Fairy. She's one of my cats. She loves to talk. Hi, Fairy. She... She loves to... To be on podcasts, too, I think. Because she loves attention. So, anyway. She's a Turkish fan. And she's... She's... She's a cool kitty. She's a sweetheart. But, uh... Yes, I... I expect that people will send me... I expect that people will send me emails and uh, comments, you know, if you like the show, if you don't like the show, things that you would like to hear me speak about. So that's basically what I want the show to be. Well, I think that'll about wrap it up for episode zero here, folks. I hope you've enjoyed my little introduction to myself and to the upcoming podcast, Balancing Between Worlds. Uh, next time you see me pulling to port... I will be balancing between the worlds of paganism and heathenism, and explaining why or why not I define myself as a heathen, even though, as I've stated, I have a very, um, very definite Scandinavian Nordic roots. I hope you will enjoy that show. I Plan to uh, get that up within the next probably within the next couple of weeks because I've already got it semi-planned out and some notes written so it shouldn't be too long before episode 1 comes out uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to upload this one successfully to my blogspot and to archive.org where I am hosting these for right now And I will see you the next time I pull into port. Uh, Until then, merry part, until we merry meet again, and blessed be. You have been Balancing Between Worlds with VG Lovecraft. The next time you see me pulling to port, join me here on the shore, and we'll have more interesting lines to cross. Until then, merry part until we merry meet again. Blessed be. Balancing Between Worlds is distributed... Under a Creative Commons 3.0 Attribution Sharealike License Music provided by Piergint Lobo Greece. Song Between Forest and Coast From his Outworlds 3 album All sound effects Released under a Creative Commons Sampling 2.0 License Include Pirate Ship at Bay by CGEI Flex, Waves on Beach by Acclivity, and Ship Sound Request by Hello Flowers.